You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. up and wager happy monday welcome into the show tom and ricky we're your hosts and a lot to recap today big weekend for steady picks for myself for ricky good weekend overall we'll get to all that we'll get to the world series the astros come back in a game last night that nobody was probably watching but a fantastic baseball game braves led six nothing at one point Astros come back to make it 3-2. I forgot about that, Tom. Yeah, it was a, you know, at one point when they were up, whatever it was, 6-0, the line was minus 670 in-game, in play. Um, Oh, my gosh. So it was pretty big line, pretty big line. At that point, so a live bet on the Astros might not have been a bad idea. I was had half a mind to, to take it at like plus 450 or something to win that game in like the third inning, whenever it was, second inning. Um, but we'll get to all that. SteadyPicks.com, completely free to sign up. Go sign up today. Best bets from all of our experts, including myself and Ricky. The Steady Picks system plays Donnie. Featuring his plays every Friday. We'll have Donnie back on the show. It's a good time to sign up. NFL in full swing. Tennis plays. You know it. Steadypicks.com. And while you're there, if you need a new sports book, especially during the time where there's so much going on, so many sports to to bet on, BetMGM, a $1,000 risk-free bet when you sign up through Steadypicks using the link on the Sportsbook Offers page, or if you prefer Bet Rivers, $250 deposit match there, one-time playthrough on that, which is something Bet Rivers does that not a lot of other books do. One-time playthrough on all the, all the bonus money. Hmm. 1-800-GAMBLER, if you have a problem, that's the number. Ricky, let's dive right into it. We'll start with the NFL game last night, uh, the Vikings and the Cowboys. And I'm not sure how much of it you, you, you were able to stay up for, but it was a very uh, disappointing game for the Vikings. You, you think they really got to get this win, and I'm not sure what's wrong with this Vikings team. It seems like every year we do this with the Vikings where, you know, we expect them to be a lot better than they are. That defense seems to have taken a, a step or two backwards. And uh, Kirk Cousins doing typical Kirk Cousins in primetime things, not able to get it done. What were your overall 
uh, thoughts on that game, Ricky? Just disappointed in the Vikings, Tom. It's it's really frustrating for me too because I'm doing incredibly well in uh, one of these DraftKings pools, these pick'em pools, and I got suckered into taking the Vikings plus two and a half on that pool just because obviously the value there with it being, I think they closed as like a minus four and a half favorite. Yep. So I played that game of just grabbing the value. They, they lose the game outright. But like you said, Tom, their defense is terrible. I mean, you lost to Cooper Rush. They, they you were given a, you were given a Halloween treat and you fell on your face. That's what I think of it. And very, very bad loss. Season ending, in my opinion. I agree. And I had them to win that division, but it doesn't seem like they're going to even have a chance at this point. Um, you know, plus we had like plus 280 for them to win the division, which I really thought was a, a decent play, but uh, just not able to get it done. Typical kind of Vikings, Vikings story, if you ask me. Yeah, and, and Tom, aside from the Packers in that division, you got three cupcakes, literally. Like, yep. the Bears suck. They're not what they were. This team's not good. And the Lions, you saw what happened to the Eagles yesterday. That division is a laughing stock outside of the Packers. So, and it was kind of interesting when, because Dak got ruled out pretty late in the in the day because uh, the, the Vikings were home dogs for most of the week. Two and a half, three, somewhere in there most of the week. And then it flipped to, you know, minus three, got steamed up to minus four and a half when it closed. So there was a lot of, uh, again, was Dak worth six points? I don't know. That's That stuff is so interesting to me. Was Dak Prescott worth six points to this number? Maybe he was in this game. Yeah, after watching that, they win by 30 if Dak plays. I mean, those those two teams are not in the same league, Tom. We can... Even even that Cowboys defense, like again, people they 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 don't get any respect. This is now week eight. They've had they've had their bye week, but they've had seven strong defensive performances. Tom, we got to start to give them some respect. Yep, uh, with a defense that's usually not all that good, so they're playing very well. Diggs obviously on the outside, he's the story for the Cowboys. Seven picks on the season, but has also given up almost the most yards. I think he's top three. They, they threw a sat up. I think he's top three in yards given up. So kind of just the boomer bust corner, which I, I kind of love. Yeah. He's, he's in, he's a turnover guy. He actually gets beat a ton. Trayvon Diggs. It happened yesterday a ton, but Tom Micah Parsons is, I think what really yep. transformed the defense. Um, he plays. He can play eleven positions. Literally, the guy can play corner if you need him to. He'll play safety, linebacker. He'll rush. He's he's dynamic. And there's very few guys in the league that are like that, but there's a couple. And the value that they bring to a defense really has no. You can't put a number. You can't put a a stat to it because you it never the know yep. where those guys are going to be. Are they going to be blitzing? Are they going to be out? as a safety are they going to be a linebacker covering the tight end 
you know, which he can do very well. Like that's one of the big uh, across the NFL, the tight end against the linebacker. When you can get that matchup, that's why tight ends get the ball so much because they got the, the, the linebacker covering them and not a lot of linebackers can, can cover properly. Uh, but not a lot of guys running four threes out there like no. Parsons. Yeah. No. So uh, anyway, Cowboys get it done. Um, I was looking for their lines for next week. I, maybe they're both on buys. I'm not entirely sure. I think one of them already had a buy though. So I was looking for the lines for next week just to see how this performance maybe adjusted those, but maybe with Dak, not, Fully being in, they just don't have the line posted for next week. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure they'll come out uh, throughout the day. And so the steady picks plays. I go. Uh, I believe I went two and zero. Well, I went one and zero. Had the Titans money line, which didn't look great to start the game. I thought I'd put up another stinker, and uh, they end up winning the game. So plus a hundred. So we get a unit there which is great. And then the, the, the Giants go tonight. We've got plus 10. That lines up to 10.5, which we'll get to a little bit later. Um, Donnie goes, won the Steelers. Steelers went outright, I believe, right? Yeah, so wins so the half had unit. A, a unit on the Steelers and a half unit on the money line. So double hit there. And that's two money line dogs uh, in a row. Yep. Last week and this week since we've been featuring Donnie's plays. And it's funny, Tom, because it was awesome. I actually got to watch some football with you and Donnie and Big John yeah. and a lot of the guys yesterday, at least for uh, the 1 o'clock games. And Donnie, his pick that lost, Bucks minus four, him and I spent about 15 minutes yesterday, well before that game started. He was like, oh, man, I, I really like the Saints. I'm on the wrong side of this. He wanted to bet out of it. I was like... Donnie, uh, I don't know how <laughs> that really works on steady picks, but he he definitely knew he was on the wrong side of that game. And that's going to happen sometimes when you play these a little bit early. You're trying to trying to beat some lines. That will definitely happen sometimes. That happens to me uh, quite a bit, unfortunately. And then uh, Ricky, you how did you do? So I went one and one, Tom. I hit the Patriots pick uh, plus six. Got that in on Thursday, so that line came way down. But they win the game outright. My loss, Tom, maybe the ugliest, ugliest loss of all time. I took the Lions plus three and a half against the Eagles. They got fucking smoked. But I'm not even really mad at myself for making this bet, Tom. I, I thought the Lions could win this game outright. And then all of a sudden, the Eagles show up and they look fantastic. They run the ball. They do everything they haven't done all season, and they look great. And it's a terrible pick, but we go one and one overall, Tom, and I lose about .1 unit. And this could be, Ricky, this could be the first week of the season that you haven't been profitable, depending what you decide to do tonight. Not that it really matters on a week-to-week basis, but um, more more impressive than anything. Yeah, the worst part, Tom, too, is I was on a – and I'm, I'll send you the screenshots of this. I swear to God. I was on a six-week straight 4-1 and one run in that DraftKings competition. I had gone 4-1 and one six straight weeks, and I went 3-2 and two yesterday. But again, it, it hurts my heart that the Vikings fucked that up because 
those you know these games matter uh these these little swing games that you know a four and one to a three and two it's just frustrating tom you can be as good as you want for the for the contest but at the end of the day you've got to be really good and you've got to win those swing games those coin flip games that maybe you don't love that fifth pick of the week you know when you rank these out one through five that fifth pick of the week you just ultimately have to get a little bit lucky like truthfully, like there's more luck involved in the contests than people realize. Um, and in order to win, anyway. Absolutely, and you know what? When I when I look at that in reality, Tom, I was deciding between the Vikings, the Washington Football Team, and the Saints. So two of those three that I could have landed on were losers. One, you know, you just yep. you can't beat yourself up. I guess is what I'm saying. Nope. Absolutely. We move on. We move on. So we'll look at the game tonight. So the rest of the show here, we're going to look at the game tonight, and then I'm going to hit you with a couple of games for next week, some opening lines, see if there's anything that that really stands out to you. There's a lot of three – there's a lot of uh, close lines, I should say. So – Real quick, Tom, before you jump into that, just because this is – this has to be touched on. Saturday, the steady pick system goes 6-0, Right. But more importantly, Tom, Sean Brady's picks cash again. I think he goes 12-2. and two. But remember the podcast? We talked about John Blockowicz, Glover Teixeira. Brady was adamant the old dog would mm-hmm. get it done. Not only did the old dog cash at plus 240, that plus 800 prop that we talked about and yep. threw in cashes as well. So massive UFC night. Didn't want to leave that out. Um, and but sorry, yeah, no, no, there. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, great. And even the picks we were talking through, like if you listened to that, you like if you took all the things we were talking about, even the two plays that I said I was playing the uh, both cashed to go the distance, the two fights, one yes, one no. Even if you played those plus what Ricky liked and Sean Brady and, and talking through Texera, you had a great day. If you, <laughs> I'm the one person, anything. Tom, that you shouldn't listen to in UFC. Truthfully, I'm good at football. <laughs> listen to Sean and Tom, definitely in the UFC. I the only bets I lost the whole UFC card were my own. Literally, <laughs> we're like Corey Sandhagen. I think I bet Dan Hooker. Like uh, Dan Hooker like, got taken out in a on a stretcher and in the first like <laughs> first couple minutes. Um, it didn't go according to plan for him. And then there was a big uh, kind of controversial. The judge let some guy get choked out for a little longer than he otherwise might have, and he actually got taken off the card. Never seen that before. I don't know if you saw that, but he actually yeah, it was got in the prelims. Yep, guy's an idiot. He like he let that fight go way too long, and it was awesome time because Cormier and. Uh, they were just blasting the guys the whole fight. Really? It was it was pretty funny. Yeah, I only saw the the highlight of it because I looked away when the fight was happening. But um, just crazy stuff, crazy weekend, so much going on. Um, yeah, Ricky, for tonight's game, Giants catching ten and a half points on the road against the Chiefs. It's up to ten and a half now. Is there anything you like here? Is there any play you're going to make? In this game? Oh, now, Tom, I am. I'm making a play on this game. 
I'm betting the Giants plus 10 and a half. And I'm doing it not because I personally deep down love this pick or because I found some hidden information or any shit like that. It's too many points. The Chiefs haven't earned the right to lay 10 and a half. And it's literally just a matter of principle with that. Giants are a tough team. We know that, you know, they'll play hard. I, I think their offense is pretty banged up, it sounds like, Tom. I don't know if the receivers are going, if most of them are in, out, what, but I'll, I'll lay the 10 and a half in a primetime game, and I'll live with the result. That's kind of my thought, too. I don't think the Chiefs have done anything to show us that they should be 10 and a half point favorites in primetime, and this is going to be an insanely heavily bet game towards the, towards the Chiefs. Um should I wait? I'm, yeah. I'm in the app right now. Let's talk about this, Tom, specifically. When is the ideal time to place this Monday night bet? So I actually, when I betted at 10 earlier in the week, I thought we'd see a little bit of movement towards the Giants. Again, on the principle that it's just too many points, but the public always shows up for these primetime games and, of course, for the Chiefs. I don't know if this line's going to climb anymore. Right now at BetMGM, it's 10 and a half, but it's juiced up towards the Giants, suggesting it may find its way back to 10. The, the books that do have 10 are, you know, it's not really juiced up one way or the other. DraftKings has it juiced a little bit towards the, the Chiefs. Because remember, you can always tell by the juice kind of which way the line is likely to go. Um, so I... Honestly, I don't think it gets higher than 10.5. I really don't. Yeah, I don't either. It, it hasn't it hasn't sniffed 11, I don't believe, at any point. So no. there's really no reason to think we'll get there today. One thing to keep an eye on with this game, in my opinion, is giant safety Jabril Peppers is questionable or like he's a, he's a, it sounds like he's a real 50-50 from the last I heard. Not that he's some all-pro safety, but if he's out, from what I hear, they're very thin behind him. So he's kind of the center fielder back there. You know, he's he's he holds down the secondary. So if he's out, I'll be a little bit concerned. But just keep an eye on that. If he's in, you should you, you should feel good about this number, even because. If nothing else, he can contain some of those big plays that might be popping off if he's out. The biggest concern I have, truthfully, is that I think it's actually a decent buy-low spot on the Chiefs. I don't know if compared to the number it's really a buy-low, but the Chiefs have not looked good. And, you know, at some point you think they got to figure this thing out. And is tonight the night where they get right? I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I really the money. Yeah, you you can't bet all of it. About sixty five percent, Tom. It's not like a lopsided, a a huge lopsided. Like some people are are grabbing the points on the Giants, which I almost don't like. Right? I want it to be on a pretty heavily, heavily contrarian side here, and I don't think we're going to get to that point. But the the only play you can make here is the Giants ten and a half. Chiefs are going to win this game by 30, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I, I, everything it's very Tom possible. Says, 
just put the ticket in. It's a good bet. You're getting 10 points in a Monday night game. But that other side of Ricky's like, dude, they're losing by 30. You're a clown if you bet on the Giants right now. These primetime games, though, Ricky, have really gone away from the public side over the last two weeks. The primetime games in particular. You look at Thursday night, even this week, Green Bay was not getting bet at all. They end up winning outright. Last night, everyone and their mothers on the Vikings without Dak. Cowboys went outright. Books cleaned up yesterday for the record. Cleaned up. Like all those days they lost, they made it all back and a lot more. Which is parlays uh, and everything, Tom. When the books win, we usually do pretty well. When the books win, yep. you know the sharper guys usually end up doing pretty good, more or less. Mm-hmm. So you have a play. You're taking the Giants ten and a half. I've got a t- plus ten ticket, and then Donnie also has a plus ten ticket. So all three of us are going to line up on the Giants. Good things happen there usually too, Tom. Yep. When the three of us line up, I like that. But Ricky, what I want to do system doesn't spit out uh, the Chiefs here. <laughs> but yeah, hit, hit us. What we got, Tom? I wanted to look at some of the lines for next week to see if there's anything that immediately jumps out to you that's worth betting. Because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of discrepancy in the early lines, and I think it's just interesting to kind of look at some of this stuff. So what I want to start with, and I want you to kind of play guessing guess the line here uh there's let me see which one should we pick here a lot of good games i've looked at nothing too so this is okay i like looking at the teams that play tonight sometimes um so i'll hit you with one of those it's it's sunday it's a afternoon game later afternoon game it's the packers at the chiefs Mm. What would you make this like? Knowing that the Chiefs haven't played yet. It's a little bit tough, but Green Bay's played. Chiefs have not. Is there any, what what do you think the line is here? This is going to sound crazy, but I still think the Chiefs will be favored in this game, playing at home. Um, Let's go with, let's go with Chiefs minus two and a half. I see a two and a I'm half off, and a I'm three. Off. No, that was perfect. I was spot on. There's one three, uh, and then there's a bunch of two and a halves. So that was right on the money. And it'll be interesting to see how if, how the Chiefs play tonight, what it does to this line. Yeah, very true, because I don't think the Chiefs have been a home dog in the Mahomes era. So, I mean. And I, this leads me to kind of a play that I'd like to make today, believe it or not. There's one three available, and it's juiced up uh, at BetMGM. I may grab a three with the Packers for this game because with the extended rest, Kansas City will be on a short week. Packers on a on a you know extra rest spot. I think this is going to be my favorite play. Uh, it's proven that. The rest advantage on a you know a longer week compared to a normal week is significant, but a long week to a short week, you don't see that very often. Like it's it's pretty rare that this happens. 
So hmm. I'm playing the Packers plus three while it's there. It's juiced up. It's going to go to two and a half unless, you know, maybe if the Chiefs look fantastic tonight, they reevaluate this spot. But I'm on the Packers plus three. Have Rodgers and Mahomes ever went head to head before? Or is this the first time? Oh. We'll have to look into that. I don't believe they have, Tom. Or I can't recall. In 2019, they, they played. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Green Bay won 31 to 24. And Green Bay was five point favorites in that. So maybe Mahomes was Mahomes maybe not in. Was that Alex Smith? It could have been an Alex because 2019 he, uh, Mahomes did miss some time. So my guess is that that was Smith. Yeah, we'll have to we'll look, we'll look back into that. But I but, think uh, uh, the Packers are the first play of the week for me. I'm going to put that ticket in now. Plus three at minus 115. I like it, Tom. I'm going to start than, writing down all of our picks, too, if you if you hear the pen, so I can send them in easier for oh, us. So thank you. Thank you. Ignore the pen noise if you hear it. Other games that I'd like to run past you. Let's see here. Hmm. How about this one? The Chargers at the Eagles. This is a late afternoon game as well on Sunday. Chargers at the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to say... Both teams here. Remember, both teams, Eagles get a big win. Chargers lose um, and go to 4-3. and three, So a bit underwhelming for the Chargers. Chargers at Eagles. I'm going to say the Chargers are a minus 4 as a road dog coming into Philly. And I would love them in this spot too. I'm going to say minus four. I'm seeing a minus three. A three point road favorite. Three. I see a two and a half at Bet Rivers. So pretty good. You're pretty good at this Ricky. I got to say. Much better than I would otherwise think. This is the one sport, Tom, too, that I, I feel like I could gauge it. Uh, truthfully, like if you asked me this in the NBA or another sport, yeah. I, I'd have no fucking clue. But all right, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. And then the last one I want to – this is Sunday Night Football next week. The last one I want to run by you. And then we'll break down – we'll look at some of these other things. But the last one to break down, the Tennessee Titans at the Rams, at the L.A. Rams. I think this is going to be an interesting game. Titans get the win this week. The Rams do as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titans, why does it always feel like they're playing a good team every week? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to say the Rams are like... I get, I, I, they got to be like laying a touchdown, I, I would imagine. I'm going to say seven... It is six or six and a half Rams favored six or six and a half, which I think is kind of interesting. Maybe the Titans are worth a look if it gets to seven. That's a lot of points for a Titans team that's playing pretty good. And, and you know, the Rams look dominant as well, but at some point the Rams are going to slip up a, a bit. You'd have to think. I'm really high on that Rams team, Tom. That's my Super Bowl pick from the start. Yeah, I'm 
I mean, if you could get this, if you could get like a seven and a half, maybe I mean, then then you go <laughs> probably pull the trigger on the Titans. But uh, the Rams, the way they're playing, you know, they're they're capable of winning any game by a touchdown pretty easily. So we'll see there. But I won't be touching that. Some other games out here that I think the market has not maybe adjusted to, and we'll have to double-check these. Again, this is a good activity to do. See if you can catch any lines kind of not being correct. Um, The first one that jumps out here, as I look at the, and it's not on the board, so I won't even mention it. Let's see. Who do do the Bengals play? Because that's a team, Tom. The books are writing a, a thank you note to the Bengals right now because the whole world had the Bengals in a parlay and busted. So that's a team next week. I'd be curious, A, who are they even playing? And B, yeah, like what's what's that spread looking like? Because I see Joey B getting right. You tell me, Cleveland Browns heading to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. What's that line? Oh, my gosh, that's a tough game. That's got to be a pick em. I mean... I'm saying pick them. The Bengals are three-point favorites. Three or two and a half. I don't know about that. I'm leaning Browns there. I mean, those 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 are two very evenly matched teams, I feel like. That's, that's a great divisional game right there. Battle of Ohio. Oof, I don't know, Tom. I'm not sure either. I'm not sure. We'll wait and, and see. Uh, two and a half or three. Two and a halfs are all juiced up like it is going to go to three. So if you like the Bengals, probably jump on it as there are some two and a halfs still around. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that one. I'm, uh, I'm not going to be putting any bets in before Thursday. I'll tell you that. And as I look around, there's nothing else that's really, you know, standing out that I double-checked here. And the reason I like this is, is truthfully, you can, when the books first open these, they're very different, uh, most sometimes. So it's good, you know, that I think back to the the Broncos pick that we had, what, last week, where we Mm -hmm. got the five and a half when that disappeared the day after we talked about it. So stuff like that. You can get so many extra points if you just do a little bit of homework on Monday morning and look at next week's lines. This week, however, I'm not seeing anything besides that um, that Packers ticket that really uh, interests me. So there's nothing else that's really, you know, arbitrage on the sports books to kind of play with, right? Besides the Packers, which there's only one three left. I think that's going to be the right play. Yes, if I, I like, and this is the thing, Tom, you've done really well this season, despite throw any results out because it's two separate two separate departments. Like beating spreads is its own thing. You know, it's a it's a talent. It's it's a, it's an art. You have been fantastic at that all season. So someone like you, you're. You're you're getting value when you make these bets early. Last week I got the Patriots at value, but aside from that, it's been going the other way for me. I've actually been getting the worst of the numbers in a lot of my bets. So 
it all depends on the type of better you are too and how good you are at identifying how numbers move and stuff because that's one thing that i'll tip my hat to you tom in any sport you're very very knowledgeable about line movements and how they're gonna go so maybe help the people out a little more you know tomorrow's episode or when we dig back into the nfl um in terms of what to look for so you can get those numbers i appreciate that and really most of it is just using an odds an odds tracker that you can see because when there's a book that's an outlying number they're normally going to adjust back towards the rest that's a big part of it especially when you look at lines right now like if you can catch a line like we did with the broncos that was just totally weird and all the other books had it at three but they were Ben MGM was showing a five and a half. Like you've got to just uh, jump on that and see where it goes. Otherwise, you know, we, we can get into we can get into all the strategies there. But I appreciate that. And it's so funny. It's one of my favorite conversations. It's, you know, a lot of people will say that beating the line is the most predictive way of telling if you're going to be successful moving forward. Right? Yep. If you can consistently beat the line, you the books think you have a better chance of winning. But in my case, when you're having a losing season beating the line and you just said you're not, you're losing the line battle, but you're having a fantastic season. What is really more important? <laughs> and it's tough because it could swing too. You know, it's, it's a long season. Like you said, you've, you've beaten spreads and got the worst end of it. That's going to flip Tom. That's not going to happen all year. You're going to start seeing, seeing the sunshine behind that at some point. So we'll see. It's a, maybe I think every NFL, every time we talk about NFL, I think there should be a little five minute segment where you just quickly evaluate the lines and tell anyone, if you see any discrepancies in terms of like the books or anything like that, that could be very valuable to us all. Would love to do that. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll do that moving forward. But yep. The only play I'm going to take right now is the Packers plus three. Barring the Chiefs looking winning by 30, that should remain a good play through the game tonight. Love it. Ricky, I want to flip over to the MLB. As we mentioned, the, the Astros come back big time last night and actually win the game. I can't believe they're able to save the season in that game. So now you have Tuesday night. We're going to have game uh, six because it is three to two Braves game six. And and truthfully, that worked out nicely for me. Because if you remember, we placed, you know, this game, this series goes six games. This series goes seven games. And we also bet the Braves to win in six or to win in seven. I was about to text you yesterday. This is playing out to a T for you, Tom. This is it couldn't like because if. If Atlanta ended it yesterday, obviously, you would have won that Braves ticket. But now, now you're doubling up potentially if they just can win one of the two. So I had a unit on the Braves to win the World Series when this started. And if they won last night, I was actually between that and those other plays that I made, I was going to lose about .2 units. It was .2. That I was going to lose okay. overall, but then I also had the Braves in two of their in two of their wins. I had the Braves in one of their losses, so I would have came out on top for the World Series. But 
now we're looking at a potentially a huge uh, payday here if the Braves, and, and I feel weird like, oh, I hope the Braves don't win so that they can win in six or seven because when you start to do that, it never works out, right? Like the Astros win, rattle off three straight and win the World Series and blows up everything you had, right? <laughs> and it's scary going back to Houston now. Truthfully, it is. Because uh, I got that Braves ticket, Steady Picks put it out as a as a play for the system in the beginning too, Tom. So I think I'm sure a lot of the listeners have that ticket as well. I still feel good about it, but yeah, we're we're back in Houston now, though, with the DH, and it's yep. it's gonna be it's not gonna be easy. So just wanted to cover that because I thought it was. Uh interesting to kind of root against one of my tickets so that others may have a chance. The nice thing is two of them are the series just go six or seven games, regardless of who wins. So at that, at this point, that's going to win regardless, regardless, which was a nice plus. Uh, I forget what the price was on that plus 300 somewhere in there. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. And I, I guess my, my one question for you, Tom, with, if you hold that Braves World Series ticket right now and you're trying to maximize your profit in the MLB, are you better off just not betting the the remaining games if you have that ticket and just hoping that like the Braves win the World Series? Or I'm just trying to think strategy here to make sure you come out on top. In my scenario, the best thing I could do, depending what this looks like is not bet anything more one option is not bet anything more you're exactly right and just let it let it go because we're, we're going to be okay the other option i can do is come back and bet the astros at plus 180 which is the price i see right now for them to win the world series and um that would only give me like a 50 cent because we had 120 on the braves 180 on the Astros would only give me like a 50 cent wiggle room on the number there. So it's probably not big enough. If you wanted to hedge out of your original bet, you could do that. And you're going to lock in a profit of like a half a unit. Um, if you like what? to do that, but not, not so much for me really. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a tough spot. Cause I was, uh, I was even talking to big John and, and one of the other guys that helps with the system and if you if you think about it, Tom, it, yeah, it really doesn't. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to uh, to back the Braves if you have that Braves ticket again for the double up, because I mean you're already you're playing with fire a little, I guess yep. is what I'm saying. But uh, hey, we'll we'll dive, I guess, back into that tomorrow and try and finish this baseball run strong. It's really you, not a bad picks, thought. Tom, you're killing it. I'm trying. I'm trying to finish strong. Hopefully we can cash some of those. It will cash one of those props at least, but hopefully the Braves can pull this through. I really don't hate coming back betting the Astros a plus 180. I don't hate it. You know, ultimately you're locking in a profit for yourself, and that's really all you can ask for when you when you do this stuff. I won't be doing that because I don't always believe in, in hedging like that, but I don't think it's a bad bad option for the people out there that do hold the Braves ticket. Definitely not. Okay. Okay. Well, might need to dive back into that tomorrow, Tom, because I know for a fact, 
a lot of our listeners hold that ticket. So we'll uh, we'll make sure we know what we're doing heading into tomorrow's game. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Great show today. Really nice show. Giants tonight, plus 10 or 10 and a half, whichever way you get it. That's what we'll be rooting for over here. Thanks so much for listening. Before you go, if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to it on Spotify and Apple. And also leave a review. Believe it or not, if you want to support the the show here, that's one of the best things you can do. Besides signing up and signing up for a sports book, the best thing you can do is just rate the podcast and say something as simple as, I love Tom's tennis plays. (laughs) Tom's tennis plays are hot as hell. (laughs) Tom, no one can take that from you right now. I've been tracking them because I like breaking your balls when they lose, and I haven't been able to do it in weeks. We're doing well. We're doing well. We'll keep it up. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Good luck tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow.